Like I understand it's challenging to give up animal products. I understand it's challenging not to eat processed food. I understand it's challenging not to hit drive-throughs instead of cooking. I understand it's challenging to make healthy choices, but trust me what I tell you, that is not the truly challenging part. Just because someone can live with a disease doesn't mean they should. The overwhelming majority of prescriptions written today are written to treat lifestyle disease. Lifestyle disease is defined as conditions which can be attributed to the way in which a person lives. This includes things like physical activity, drinking, smoking, stress, the quality of our social connections, sleep, purposeful and professional alignment, and of course, our diet. But what if there was an alternative? What if before putting pen to pad, we had a comprehensive solution in lieu of pills and procedures? You are listening to the Plant Protocol Podcast for current and aspiring health professionals who are done with simply managing chronic lifestyle challenges and are interested in taking a whole food plant-based approach to combating them. I'm your host, Lisa A. Smith. It's time to come get this health. So let me get this straight. You think sticking to a whole food plant-based diet is hard? No, what's hard are the consequences of disobedience. Today is all about reconfiguring how we look at what's required to be the best version of ourselves. Today is all about perspective. You know, one of the most common things I hear when it comes to a plant-based diet is people complaining about how challenging it is to adhere to it. Like people complaining about all that's required to truly live a plant-based lifestyle. And so there's all this complaint about the time it takes to grocery shop, the time it takes to cook, the time it takes to you know, read food labels is there's all these complaints about how challenging it is to eat out or that you can't eat out anymore. There's all these complaints about what doesn't taste like this. Oh, a black bean burger doesn't taste like this. Mushrooms will never taste like steak. There's all these complaints about the taste of food, the work that's required to eat the food. You got to drink the water now. Lisa, I don't like vegetables. There's all these complaints about living a whole food plant-based lifestyle because you think that's the hard part. You think eating the plants and drinking the water and abstaining from the sugar, abstaining from the ultra-processed food is the hard part. I came to bust bubbles today. I came to set you completely straight today. You have it completely twisted if you believe the hard part is sticking to a plant-based diet because here's what's happening. You're confusing the vehicle with the destination. See, the destination is radical obedience. The destination is showing up fully prepared for your assignment. The assignment that's only been given to you, the destination is to show up to that, the best version of yourself. So let me be very clear. Here's where people get wrong about living a whole food plant-based lifestyle, okay? Because the point of living a whole food plant-based lifestyle is not to not eat meat. The point of living a whole food plant-based lifestyle is not to just remove eggs and dairy from your diet. The point of living a whole food plant-based lifestyle 
is to get better at life, is to be the absolute best version of yourself so that you show up on assignment and you're able to crush it because you're not lacking physically, you're not lacking mentally, you're not lacking emotionally. The point of a plant-based diet is to make sure that you are in the best physical, intellectual, and emotional shape of your life to execute on your assignment. I don't think you guys understand that. Like what's hard is not eating plants every damn day. What's hard is not drinking water every day. What's hard is not exercising every day. What's hard is the consequences of disobedience. Do you guys know what it's like to live a life of disobedience? And let me tell you why most people live a life of disobedience. Most people live a life of disobedience because they are literally not physically, emotionally, or mentally equipped to live a life of obedience. Like living a life of radical obedience is what's challenging. Not not eating chicken. Living a life where you only make decisions based on what you are uniquely and specifically called to do, that is challenging. Waking up every day and making the decision to not make choices based on your ego, waking up every day and making the decision to not make choices based on fear, that is what's challenging. That's what requires you to stay rooted. That's what requires a therapist. That's what requires a very close relationship to your God. That's what's hard. You're telling me not eating yogurt and cheese is hard? No, no, no. Not doing those things are meant to prepare you so that you can truly fight the toughest battle of all of our lives, which is fulfilling the assignment that we were called to do on this planet. So don't fumble the ball in the off season. Like, are you telling me you're going to fumble the ball on exercise? You're going to fumble the ball on drinking water? You're going to fumble the ball on eating vegetables when that's not even the hard part? Like you're not even on the field yet. The coach ain't even put you in the game yet. And you fumbling the ball on kale? Like you fumbling the ball on eating oats and drinking green smoothies? you telling me that's the hard part. No, the hard part is when you have to go sit down with that pen and pad and write the book that you were assigned to write 10 years ago. The hard part is when you have to go in the dark and create that curriculum for that program that only you were called to teach. The hard part is when you have to go be the best parent because you were called to be the most optimal parent on this planet because you were meant to raise kings and queens. That's the part that's challenging. And you're telling me the thing that's meant to prepare you to do all that, which is eat right, drinking water, stop eating sugar, is the hard part. You fumbling the ball at the wrong part of the game. You're fumbling the ball in practice on the off season. And let me tell you, some of you guys have already been called to your assignment and you've been disobedient for so long, you don't even know what obedient looks like. Some of you guys got the assignment years ago. Some of you guys got the assignment months ago. Some of you guys have been sitting on the assignment and have not executed, which means your assignment is what we call past due <laughs> in the education space, overdue in the financial space, whatever lexicon works for you. But your assignment is past due. Like I was just talking to a prospect yesterday or the day before yesterday, I was interviewing her for Firm to Table. And I was asking, I asked all of our applicants when they're applying for Farm to Table, my plant-based coaching program, I asked them like, why do you want to get healthy? 
how do you intend to leverage your health? Because we all want to pretend like I want to be healthy for the sake of being healthy because I know it's the right thing to do. But let's be real. That hasn't motivated you up until this point. Everybody knows we should be healthy, but that hasn't been a driving motivator for you. So I asked her, I said, how do you intend to leverage your health? Everything that you just told me that you want to do for your health Like once we achieve that goal together, how do you intend to leverage your health? And she works in the education space. And she said to me, I have been in this education space for years. I've outgrown it. I love the kids. She has a high level position at an elementary school. And she's like, but I know that it's time for me to move into another passion in in this next season of my life. But she said, but when I get home from work every day, I am too tired to do anything else. Like, I have to get this weight off of me. I have to get these numbers down. I am too tired to do anything else. She said, they just found this big fibroid in my body. So I'm not physically capable at this point in my life to pivot into the next season that I know I'm being called into because my time is up in this role as an educator. So she knows that She's literally, if she's not already in it, she's moving quickly into a season of disobedience if she doesn't do something about her physicality and her health right now. Do you guys understand that? That's what doing all this is for. Like, I understand it's challenging to give up animal products. I understand it's challenging not to eat processed food. I understand it's challenging not to hit drive throughs instead of cooking. I understand it's challenging to make healthy choices, but trust me what I tell you, that is not the truly challenging part. It's living a life of disobedience. Like, have you guys ever worked a job or been in a relationship or a circumstance that didn't serve you for an extended period of time? Do you know what that feels like? Because that feels way worse than choosing the salad over the french fries, trust me. Like staying in a role, in a position that you can't stand, like waking up every single day and going to work to do something that you literally abhor, that you literally, it causes you physical stress. Like you have a physical response to going into that job every single day. Do you know what it's like to stay in relationships that have whose expiration date have come and gone and you're completely unhappy, but you literally are not emotionally stable enough. Maybe you're not financially stable enough to leave that situation. And all of that is a result of disobedience. Like you got the sign, the signal, the divine download long ago to pivot from this circumstance. But because of disobedience, and now you're physically, emotionally, intellectually, financially unable to move the way you need to, that's what's hard. So if there is a regimen, if there is a process for getting you back to the absolute best version of yourself so you can make better, healthier decisions that improves your quality of life, that improves your contribution to society, that improves your confidence, why wouldn't you do what it takes? People endure pain for the sake of food addictions. Like let's take sugar, for example, or let's take dairy. Like sugar and dairy, I think, are like the top two hardest things for people to let go of when they come into farm to table, right? Like it's the cheese and it's that sugar. They want that cheese and that butter and they want that sugar. And it's very challenging for a lot of people to let go of these foods, We always have to call into question and have a really tough conversation like, you mean to tell me 
You're willing to continue to endure the chronic fatigue you've been feeling, the constipation you've been experiencing, the joint pain you've been having, the insomnia you've been going through. Like you're still willing to endure all of that for a slice of cheese. You're willing to endure all of that for fried chicken when you already know what it does to your skin. You know what it does to your belly. You know what it does to your mood, like you're willing to continue to have low mood and low grade depression for alcohol. Alcohol is a depressant. You can't give up alcohol to get to the best version of yourself so you can live radically obedient and finally live the life that you were truly called to live because you can't put down a drink. Like, did you know that alcohol depresses the central nervous system? And so in this season, if your body or your mind is compromised and what's required to get you back in balance is to give up those things in this season so that you can get the body and mind back to a place of balance, you're telling me it's not worth that? You're telling me that's the hard part, not having a cocktail and a bag of potato chips is the hard part? I cannot wait to see how you define hard once you are face-to-face with your true assignment. So don't confuse the vehicle and the destination. What I teach my students is that adopting a plant-based diet and adopting a plant-based protocol for your life is not the destination. The point of this lifestyle is to get better at life, not to get better at being a vegan. There is no honor. There's no superiority in not eating meat. Like, I don't think I'm more superior than somebody than just because I don't eat chicken and fish. The superiority comes because I live a life of radical obedience and the average person either doesn't have the physical, emotional, or mental ability to do so, or they live based on fear and so they settle for a life that doesn't serve them. So there's no superiority and not eat and what I do or don't eat. It's having a vibrational frequency that allows you to make the decisions that aligns you with your assignment. Now that's worth bragging about, right? So don't be willing to endure pain just because it's too hard to say no to a baked good, just because it's too hard to say no to a sugary cocktail, just because it's too hard to say no to eggs. Trust me when I tell you, if you fumbling a ball on eggs and cheese, you in for a rude awakening a rude awakening, right? You're afraid of the wrong thing. Part of the reason people don't adhere to a whole food plant-based lifestyle is because they're afraid of cravings. Like they're afraid of being separated from the foods they think they love. So when it comes to living a whole food plant-based lifestyle, the elevated version that I teach, which is more than just vegan, it's not about just not eating animals. It's about like not eating ultra processed food. It's about not eating refined sugar. It's not about not eating all this excess oil. So I teach a very elevated version of this lifestyle because it's meant to make sure you're able to combat chronic health challenges. You're really able to live optimally, right? And when people start working with me and they're like, I got to give up sugar and cheese and all of this oil because their body is already compromised. Like by the time you work with me, the body and the mind is compromised. You're already overweight, You're already hypertensive. You're already diabetic. You already have chronic fatigue. You already have chronic joint pain. You have constipation. You have chronic stress. Like the nervous system is shot. Okay. So when you come to me, your nervous system is shot. The body and mind is compromised. You're not sleeping right. You're not thinking clearly. You can't concentrate. You don't have recall. 
all of this. So the approach I take to helping you is way more rigorous than the average vegan protocol. Way more rigorous, right? But what people fear the most is cravings. People are so afraid to be separated from substances because of how hard the cravings, like not being able to have a cookie when you want it so bad, a piece of chocolate when you want it so bad, a potato chip, a popcorn when you want it so bad. We are afraid of the wrong thing. Like we're so afraid of going through detox withdrawals and cravings that we just continue to voluntarily participate in an unproductive and unhealthy relationship with food because we are so afraid of being without it, the feeling of being without it, the feeling of deprivation. But you're afraid of the wrong thing. Instead of being afraid of having extreme caffeine cravings, instead of being afraid of having extreme sugar cravings, you should be afraid of the consequences of disobedience. So you mean to tell me you're willing to stay overweight You mean to tell me you're willing to stay like not sleeping well. You're willing to continue to have stomach and digestive health issues. You're willing to have these aches and pains and headaches that you have no diagnosis for. The the doctor can't find a reason for them. You mean to tell me you're willing to continue to endure that. And you're not afraid of the consequences of disobedience because staying in a body or mind like knowingly Staying in a body or mind that's compromised is a level of disobedience that's like unmatched. You already know you overweight, yet you're still in the drive-thru. Like you already know you don't feel good. You have insulin resistance. You have blood sugar issues. You have high blood pressure. You have high cholesterol. You won't stop eating the saturated fat and the fried foods. That's disobedience at a level that's unmatched. And there's always consequences for disobedience. You knowingly are comparable. Like, you know you can't remember anything. You know you have hyperactivity disorder. And you're telling me you're unwilling to eat the things that are going to help solve that issue. You know you have fibroids. You know you have polycystic ovary. You know you have painful periods. Men, you know you have ED. You know you have erectile dysfunction. And you mean to tell me you're still willing to eat the grease, the fat, the sugar, the chemicals, the processed food that exacerbates those conditions because being without that butter and that cheese and that oil is more scary to you than the consequences of disobedience. Really? That's what you mean to tell me? You mean to tell me eating spinach is harder than living with a diagnosis? You mean to tell me That eating plants every damn day, drinking water is harder than living a life where that book that was always in you never came to fruition. You mean to tell me that drinking a green smoothie instead of a cocktail is harder than waking up every day for the next 20 years and going to a job that does not realize your gifts and talents? Hey, pardon the interruption, but I really need your help. Listen, here are the facts. Nearly half of all Americans have cardiovascular disease. Approximately 75% of Americans are considered overweight or obese. Six out of 10 Americans are battling a chronic disease and four out of 10 have two or more. And these chronic diseases include things such as heart disease, cancer, diabetes, stroke, and Alzheimer's. 
Listen, what we know to be true is that a whole food plant-based protocol is one of the most effective dietary approaches to combating these chronic health challenges. And I am committed and dedicated to doing everything I can to helping individuals adopt a whole food plant-based protocol to either prevent or arrest and combat these chronic health challenges. But I need your help to do so. Listen, we just opened up enrollment again for the plant protocol, plant-based coaching certification. As you know, this is my plant-based coaching certification where I help coaches and health professionals just like yourself to master plant-based and lifestyle science, to master the art of coaching, and to master business acumen to make sure you have all the tools necessary to create, sustain, and grow a health coaching business. If you've been listening here for a while, you're more than likely wondering if you can do it. And I'm here to tell you, you can. All you have to do is click the link in the show notes to apply for the plant protocol. We're enrolling for just a few days and I would love to have you join me on this mission to help individuals live a higher quality of life for as long as they can. Thank you. And I'll talk to you soon. You know how you just go silent because you ain't got nothing else to say? (laughs) No, stick into a plant-based diet or whatever protocol or regimen that you know will get your body and mind back in balance is not harder than living a life of disobedience. So let me say it again. The point of a whole food plant-based diet, the point of consistent exercise, the point of therapy, the point of meditation, the point of prayer is not to be a better prayer, is not to be a better meditator, is not to be a better vegan. The point of those things is to get better at life and to operate fully on your assignment. Oh, y'all. You complaining about bananas going bad too fat. You don't buy fruits and vegetables because they go bad too fat. That's the complaint. But you would much rather be in this marriage and in this relationship and in these friendships that are not mutually beneficial. How about you do the work required to get the body and mind back in balance so you can make the optimal decisions for you and your family? Did you know that being unhealthy is not a victimless crime? Did you know that? Like most people think if I don't drink water, if I skip my workouts, if I eat the fast food instead of eating healthy, I'm not hurting anybody but me. That's the foolishness that people believe. Like me not doing what I'm supposed to do, me not being consistent, me yo-yoing back and forth with a sugar addiction and a salt addiction and alcohol and marijuana and drugs and all of this. Like I'm not hurting anybody but me. So it's a victimless situation. Being unhealthy is not a victimless crime. Are you kidding me? There's people who are waiting for your obedience. Did you know your disobedience is tied to somebody else's disappointment? So every single decision that you make that's not in line with health is tied to somebody else's disappointment. Like you being overweight is not a victimless crime. It's not like, oh, I'm the one who has to carry around this weight. It doesn't matter. No, 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 no. I remember like this summer I was interviewing somebody for Farm to Table and she's overweight. And I was asking her the same question I mentioned earlier. Like when we get healthy, when we reach your health goals, how do you intend to leverage your health? And she's like, I really know I'm supposed to be like on live video. She said, I know I'm supposed to be showing up publicly, you know, making content 
on video for my business, but I don't because I'm so insecure. She's like, I don't because I hate seeing my overweight face on camera. Can you now see how her inability to create content for whatever her gift is, is not a victimless crime. We're all being deprived and suffering from something that we could have all potentially benefited from because she has body dysmorphia, because she has insecurities. And the work that's required to get the weight off, she's been inconsistent with for so long. And so as a result, it has compromised her contribution to society. This is not a victimless crime. How many people on the planet? I don't know, 7 billion? It's 7 billion victims. Yeah, every time you don't write that book, every time you don't get up and speak your piece, every time you put that nonprofit on the back burner that you were supposed to help, or you were supposed to help children or seniors, they're all victims of your unhealthiness. That's what you should be afraid of. You talking about you afraid of swapping out Bacon for oatmeal? Sticking to a plant-based diet is hard? No, that ain't the hard part. That is not the hard part. Every decision that you make that's disease-promoting and not health-promoting, there's about 7 billion victims or however many people are on the planet now. So it is not a victimless crime. Being plant-based, eating right, eating healthy is not the hardest thing you've ever done. It's literally living a life of disobedience is the hardest thing you'll ever do. It's going to be the hardest thing you, I promise you. I've been at a job where I didn't feel valued. I've been in relationships that were not mutually beneficial. I've been in circumstances where I'm like, this is not it. And if I didn't have the wherewithal to pivot quickly, all I'm doing is contributing to my own unhappiness. All I'm doing is contributing to my own disobedience which means what? I'm contributing to 7 billion people's disappointment. Your disobedience is tied to somebody's disappointment. So can y'all please stop acting like just because produce goes bad in three days, it's too hard to live this life. Like you worried about the wrong thing. Because if it takes going grocery shopping every couple of days or ordering groceries online every couple of days so that you can feel your best, so you can be at a healthy weight, so you can get off the medication, so you can start sleeping properly, so that you can have a sound mind to write, so that you can have a sound mind to speak, so that you can have a sound mind to teach, so that you can have a sound mind to coach. If that's what it takes, get it done. Stop fumbling the ball on, in practice. You fumbling the ball in practice. Getting healthy is the first assignment as you ascend to your ultimate assignment. It is impossible to show up fully and you're sick and unwell. Like if you got stomach issues, that's gonna trump everything else you were supposed to do today. Like if you hurting, that's gonna trump everything else you had on the agenda this week. It's literally impossible for obedience and sickness to coexist. It's impossible. Some of you guys are trying it out. You're really trying to continue to eat that junk, drink that crap, smoke that crap, and still trying to do the business, do the nonprofit. Like, I promise you, it's going to crash and burn because it's built on sand, not a solid foundation. So I'm very baffled at people who think this is too hard. Oh, that's it. (laughs) That's my anger for the day. That's it. Like, this is not the hard part, y'all. Trust me when I tell you this is not the hard part. Your assignment is waiting on you. I had, yesterday, I had the pleasure of speaking impromptu 
like super impromptu. Like I ran up on a speaking engagement. So dope, right? So yesterday I had the pleasure of being on a panel for an organization called Black Girl Ventures, right? And it's a great organization where they have pitch competition and fellowship opportunities for Black female entrepreneurs. And I actually had the pleasure of pitching for them earlier this year. And so they had an end of the year event yesterday. And when I walked into the event, I was just planning on being an attendee. They're like, come out. We want to just celebrate, you know, you guys are Detroit-based Black female entrepreneurs. And so they said, come on out. It's an end of the year event, right? So I walked in and they were setting up for the panel. They had the couches, the mics, the lights, the camera, all of this, right? And so one of the organizers came up to me like, one of our speakers dropped out at the last minute. Can you hop in? And I'm like, absolutely, right? And so I hopped in the panel and it was super dope. We were on the panel maybe 45 minutes to an hour. And I was just marveling at my ability to took me off the bench and put me in the game, unbeknownst to me. And I was sitting on ready. Five, 10 minutes before the panel started, she's like, let me text you the questions. And she texts the questions. So I got these questions and there was no preparation needed. Like I already know what I believe in, what I need to say, how I want to answer the questions. Are you that ready in your assignment? Like if you get called on the stage at any given moment or you get called into a possible opportunity at any given moment, are you ready? Like I'm so mission driven and I get up every day and eat and drink the things that are required to make me the best version of myself that getting called onto the stage for an impromptu panel was nothing. It was like, okay, let's go, right? And so some of you guys may be thinking like, well, yeah, I'm passionate about this thing. I can speak on it at any moment. Yeah, that's fine. But I'm talking about like speak on it from the top of the dome with crystal clarity and have very and insincerity. And it looks like you had planned to be there all along. Like you're not frazzled. You're not insecure about what you're wearing. You're not insecure about your body. Like, oh, if I'd have known I've been on camera, I would have wore something more flattering. No, because my body stay ready. I stay ready in every single lane, physically, intellectually, emotionally. I was ready. And we got up, we did that panel and it was amazing. And at the end of it, like three other opportunities came. The gentleman who was the videographer for the whole event came up to me afterwards, like I'm doing a vegan panel with two other local Metro Detroit vegan people. I want you to join it. Like three other opportunities came as a result of that impromptu panel yesterday because I was sitting already. That's the level of obedience that y'all don't understand. So you telling me, like if I had woke up yesterday and decided I'm just going to do donuts, bagels, cream cheese and crap for breakfast and be sluggish. y'all. I'm going to energize my body with dirty energy, with caffeine and energy drinks. I'm going to skip my workout today because I don't feel like it. And I go to this event and now my mind is frazzled. I'm tired. I don't feel right. I don't look good. I'm not my best self. Like you guys don't understand Radical obedience takes faith, it takes hard work, and it takes a fitness level that is uncomparable. Like you can't half-ass it. Like you can't be so-so. You can't like do workouts most of the time. Like you can't be like, I drink my water most of the time. You can't be like, I eat, I do good most of the time. I try and have a salad at least a couple times a week. Like you don't understand what is required to operate from this level of excellence. 
like operating from a spirit of excellence is not just a mindset and something you will yourself to do. It's something you physically prepare yourself to do on a daily basis. Like I operate from a spirit of excellence at every chance I get. I want every audience that is able to hear and see me speak feel like, I changed their life, that I said something that was pivotal, that was memorable, that was life-changing. I show up to every podcast interview, every stage, every panel, right, with one intention and one intention only, which is to operate out of a spirit of excellence. Every single time I walk away from an engagement, whether it's coaching my clients privately or speaking to the public publicly, Lisa, did you do your best? Was this your absolute best? Were you sluggish? Were you compromised in any kind of way? Was this your best? That is my marker every single time. Not was it perfect? Not, oh my God, you tripped over a few words or you misquoted something. Like that happens, especially when you get fired up and excited. You listen back like, whoa, I was talking too fast. I was doing this. No, 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 no. That's stuff that can be refined over time. But did you do your best? Were you at your best? Were you feeling your best? Or were you mentally preoccupied with why your stomach and your knees was hurting? No. So living a whole food plant-based lifestyle, I said all that to say. I said all that with all that passion to say. <laughs> living a whole food plant-based lifestyle, committing to a life of optimal health and being the best, it's not what's hard, y'all. That's not what's hard. I'm just saying like, just put it in perspective. Now, I'm not saying it's the easiest thing. I'm just saying it's not the hardest thing. I'm just saying making better choices nutritionally, making better choices physically, making better choices with regard to rest and restoration. This is not the hardest thing. Losing the weight is not going to be the hardest thing. It's not. Like getting your blood pressure down, getting cholesterol down, stabilizing your blood sugar, you know, like halting your kidney failure, your liver. This is not the hardest thing. It's not going to be. It is living a life of disobedience. It's living a life where you have to be unwell and you have to take what is given to you as opposed to demanding what you want. That's what's hard. You tuned in today because like me, you're a disruptor. You're passionate about health and you have firsthand experience of taking a whole food plant-based approach to combating chronic health challenges. You want to see lifestyle and dietary modifications become the norm in the way in which we practice healthcare. However, you need mastery around nutrition and lifestyle science, a better understanding of behavior change to improve client compliance, and confidence in your ability to effectively coach clients to adopting those lifestyle modifications. You need the plant protocol. Visit theplantprotocol.com to apply and let's work together to improve the way in which we care for our most prized possession, our health. Thank you so much for listening today. If you enjoyed what you heard, please consider rating and reviewing this podcast. Until next time, remember, radical obedience is still undefeated. Stay obedient.